and welcome to the Foo for Thought podcast. This is episode two. Uh, I'm your host, Sean, and I am here with Devin. Hello. And I am here with Cyrus. Hello. The Foo for Thought podcast is basically me trying to convince these two that Kung Fu cinema is fantastic. Uh, Devin knows... Well, you're a newcomer, yeah. (laughs) Devin's a newcomer to the genre, doesn't really know very much. And Cyrus is kind of an in-between where you know some films and you don't know kind of the undiscovered gems. Them? No, me. Who? And just, it would go on for like 10 minutes of them just talking shit to each other. Um, it's a bit of a, with the flat tire, where they, and then they lose the nuts, and then that whole thing with the guy from the institution coming, and I was like, what, what was the point of that? That yeah. went nowhere. It didn't come back, like, oh, the tire's loose, and they're in the middle of their car chasing the tire. Nothing. It didn't come back at all. It was 100%. It seemed 100% pointless. Yeah, there are a lot of types of those scenes. Yeah, I, I think I think we'll jump into it like okay. at the beginning. Firstly, what did you two think, Devon? What did you think of the film uh, in general? In general, uh, it was all right. I mean, I mean, I knew, coming from the first film we watched, being into the dragon, to this <laughs> obviously tone wise, very different. Is it, is it the same down? <laughs> Do you feel like it's a step down? It was just not very good. I mean, there were definitely good things about it, but as a whole, I can't say that I would ever watch this again. Now, we watched the subtitled version. Cyrus watched the dubbed version. Cyrus, does the dubbing make it a million times better? No. <laughs> um, is it me? My turn to... Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay. So... Any positive things I have to say about this movie are about the Kung Fu, mm-hmm. which is around five minutes of the movie. <laughs> and because you love the movie so much. Yes, I I did. If you if I just saw this on TV, there's no possible way I'd get through it. Right. You, yes. I think it took me three or four watches to get through it. Oh, it's it's a nightmare in the it's two hours long. And this film if this film was a short film from the moment they go into the castle at the end until the end of the film, it would be one of the greatest kung fu shorts of all times. The castle's great. Yeah. There's a good hour and a half before that. Mm-hmm. It's just drivel. Yeah. It's just drivel. Yeah. The plot. Anyway, so we'll jump into the film. We'll we'll start at the beginning and then we'll we'll go through the film. An interesting point is you, Devin, didn't know that Sammo Hung directed. No. Um, which I should say, Sammo Hung is one of the greatest directors in kung fu cinema history. We will be watching a lot of his films. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't realize that was him in it because I didn't want to like be. Uh, I didn't want to make the assumption that mm-hmm. because he was a big guy, uh, and because he was a big guy in the movie, and just the only bigger food star that I know. <laughs> was, didn't. I didn't want to make that assumption. <laughs> I was thinking, oh well, he, he's fat, so he must be Samuel. Right. I okay. didn't want to assume that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was a nice. That was nice to see him in it. Now I will say one thing. The film starts off with possibly my favorite opening of all time. The opening gag with Young Yu knocking on the door and Jackie Chan opening the door, but they actually are in the same room. That is a yeah. a peach of a joke, in my opinion. That's really good. And then when they go to the Wing Chun dummy and Young Yu does all his Wing Chun and then Jackie just does one move and then moves on. Yeah. It starts off so well. Like, it was such a great training scene. Although the music in the training scene was all... Yeah, absolutely terrible. Uh, the music was like... Jungle flute. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way you can describe it. I don't even know what I mean by that, but jungle flute definitely uh, like um, makes sense. That seems yeah. like a fair description. Uh, yeah, so it starts off with a great uh, training scene. Fantastic stuff. Um, and then... I think the first thing, the most blatant thing is, or the most blatant question, is what country we're in. Yeah. Right, dude, that fucked me up. Yeah, they're in Spain, <laughs> right? Yeah, but then there's Italians. <laughs> right, but yeah, but he, they live in a very international building. Well, I think the film kind of throws everyone off as well, because they're in Spain, there's an Italian... Who's a, na- a neighbor, a very philandering Italian. And everyone's speaking Cantonese. Which I feel like maybe 
if they have one person speaking Italian, someone speaking Spanish, and them speaking Cantonese, it would make more sense. And I know, obviously, everyone has to speak Cantonese because it's essentially a Chinese film, and everyone has to be dubbed over. But I don't know. It, it adds to the confusion, I felt. It was, yeah. it was a weird setup. And a lot of people will you know, probably call this out because the film opens up the credits on one of the most famous buildings in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should know it's set in Spain. And then later on, yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, we're definitely in Spain. So they're like... <laughs> people are dancing in the street yes yes um so yeah they like to call people spaniards there's a there's a lot of spaniards going on um a few notes i made at the beginning uh were summer hunt's perm oh that jerry curl that's yeah and it was dripping it was dripping in the style i did not care for it (laughs) I, I didn't, didn't really uh, notice. I mean, I noticed it, but I didn't think about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought about it a yeah. lot. Yeah. It dries out as the film goes on. Yep. But, uh-huh. at the yep. beginning, but, then, but then there are parts where he must have, like, sprayed something. It's sopping it, at the beginning. When he first uh, yeah. goes into that private, private investigator's office, yeah. it's, like, there's residue on his shoulders. So he was Roman Reigns in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. It and was, it's a one, sh- the whole movie's one shot. That's <laughs> yes. why it dries out. Yes, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Um, and... So, let, so at the start, we have uh, Yoon Byu and Jackie Chan, and they jump down off the balcony and kind of do Over that. There. The first big stunt in the film, uh, which is a great stunt. I think uh, Yoon Byu takes a hell of a bump when he jumps down and he misses yeah. the yeah. overhanging thing. Awning. And then awning, there you go, and then falls down. And... I think from then, into, I mean, that's not exactly an action beat, but I think from then on, it goes uh, it goes very much downhill. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it just, I guess I, I've seen this film, honestly, a good, like, seven times. I remember there being a lot more action, and I don't know what film I was thinking about, because... It was very was, 80s with the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, their whole food truck. I questioned their business practices in the beginning because they were like, Jackie was taking orders and they're just handing out food. But then I was like, how do you remember what each person ordered? How do you remember what they look like? And then they weren't paying him at the time. So it looked like, but then later on in the film, when he does it again, it looks like they just hand him money like at the end of the day, which doesn't seem like a wise way to do it. It's a bad business model. (laughs) Here's something weird I remember. Later on, a lady comes up and goes, how much do I owe you? And she goes, 70 something yeah and he then she goes here's a hundred keep the change something like that is that the same woman though who asks in the in the subtitle version she asks for a free spring roll yeah yeah and then he's like she's taking a free spring roll i'm like she just gave you a 30 dollar tip or whatever but it's then funny. yeah go whatever on. whatever the currency is insane right so i don't think it in the uh, subtitle version he acts like she gives him the world's shittest tip because basically because the tip basically goes to that uh, spring roll that she took. Yeah. There's a oh. lot of math going on. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. But she, like, comes back because she owes him 70 cents? Was it cents? It seems like, yeah. But she, it seems no. like, yeah, that's, like, out of a certain time period where she's just been getting food and now she's finally paying for it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the business yeah. practice. I, don't I, don't I have a question before we go yeah. even onto the fucking food <laughs> truck, which is 90% of the film. Yeah. Can anyone explain? Why Sammo Hung broke into the private investigator's office at the beginning? I thought about this because it turns out that he works for that private sector. But why was he breaking in? So here's here's what I, I put some thought into this, and I this is what I came up with. He's practicing. He's practicing his detective skills by picking locks and trying to get into there and like digging around. He's practicing being sneaky. He's practicing his skills. That was what I came up with. Because I... otherwise, I don't know. I thought so it made it look like yeah he was like either trying to double cross his dude or he's trying to find something on him. I thought the guy had been missing for a while. Oh, and can I just say that the guy who owns the private investigator's office, who who is the private investigator, yeah. that is Dorothy's husband in the Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah. Now why he's in the film, I do not know because he must have been filming Golden Girls because it's the same era. Same. Maybe hey maybe Jackie found like Golden Girls. That would be amazing if Samuel <laughs> Hunt and Jackie watched. I would call them Jackie, like I know him. Like Jackie Chan watched Golden Girls. Like J Bo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
yeah, I, it was amazing seeing him in it because you know I've seen the Golden Girls quite a lot and my family Golden Girls, but to see him in it, Stan Spornak, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, that was my theory that he was practicing. I don't know. I thought he was breaking into the office because uh, Golden Girls guy had not been there for a while, like he'd gone missing. But then when he walks in, they act like everything's normal. So I'm going to be honest, I do not know why he, yeah. he broke in. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe he was practicing his lock-picking skills. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. And then Golden Girls guy gives... Tri- Sa- Triple G. Triple, <laughs> Triple G, which is his new name. Triple G gives Samo Hung the world's hardest case. He gives him the name Gloria... <laughs> and a photo yeah. taken 22 years ago yeah. that says go and find this person and yeah. her mum yeah no and her daughter yeah where would you start you've got no last name yeah and you've got a photo that's 22 years old no idea was it her in school or something it looked like her in like either school or some kind of like catholic school I suppose yeah I guess I'd go to that catholic school and ask if they know who Gloria is. <laughs> there you go. Only two years ago. You should be a private detective. Do you have records on this girl named Gloria? Well, maybe that's me being an idiot then. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Well, he didn't do it. He didn't? No. I don't know how he strolled yeah. around. Yeah, just kind of popped up. Yeah, he wandered around for ages. Just drank wine at that Italian or Spanish place. Italian place? They were Italian. They were what Italian. Were they? No. Yeah. Were they? I thought they were. Wait. Wait. Are we just being racist? Because <laughs> yes, I think there's a lot be. of wine. I think we might be. We're thinking we're saying think... Italian drink. <laughs> um, so that was a Spanish restaurant with all those guys. I made a note that says every single drink in this film is chugged. Yeah. No one sips a drink. Oh like, yeah. Jackie Chan has like, a glass of milk, chugs it. He gets two glasses of water, oh. chugs them. Samahung chugs wine. No one has a delicate sip of anything in this film. And and when he gets Gloria's daughter, what was that? What was the girl? Sylvia. Sylvia. When he gets Sylvia a drink, he gets her a teacup of milk <laughs> at about eleven p.m. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah. So obviously, do you know what? It's really difficult. I, I'm trying to go through the uh, through the film in like a linear fashion, and I'm coming up empty. So they get the tie, the tire. Oh, wait, no, that's way No, wait, that's, like, no, that's wait. the police officer let's with go the back to, Let's go oh, back yeah. to them going into that Times Square and setting up their their food truck. Right, that's a good place to go next. So my question with that is, why do they have such a high-tech food truck? Did you see that part where they had, like, the computer sure. screen and controlling, like, the, the windows and the awnings opening, like, a video game? That was crazy. And then that crazy, like, scooter gang. Oh, whoever those they're dudes were. They're on scooters. They're on motorbikes. Were they? Okay. Yeah. Fine. You can call them the scooter gang. I think that was their name. Their official name was the scooter gang. <laughs> that weird, like, just obnoxious scooter gang and their leader with the terrible, <laughs> with the terrible haircut. And well, it was the eighties. You have to forgive him a little. I bit. get that, but still, I feel like that was egregious. As someone who, like, I like to focus on the the martial arts side of things and and kind of stunts and those parts. Um, watching Jackie Chan skateboard round taking people's orders, it's rare, very rare that Jackie Chan has such a blatant stunt double. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty obvious that it was well, yeah. a stunt double. And then when it wasn't a stunt double and it was Jackie, it was so obvious that he was on rollerblades or roller skates. Because uh, he wasn't okay. standing, like his feet weren't where a skateboard would be, they were parallel. So he was just going along on skates, roller skates. Yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, that's just something I picked up, um, which was kind of obvious. Uh, which is, it's interesting because a lot of people say, you know, Jackie Chan does all his own stunts and has never had a stunt double. And if you go back to his 80s work, uh, especially films with Sammo Hung, and films even that Jackie himself directed, he has a fair share of stunt doubles. And people don't think people don't think he has a stunt double. There's a guy called Ching Karlock, and there's a guy called Mars. His name is just Mars. <laughs> and literally M A R S, like the planet. His name's Mars. And those two guys, they doubled uh, Jackie in a lot of flashy kicks, a lot of acrobatics, and in some cases like motorbike and obviously. I don't know if 
they did the skateboard work. I'm assuming they got a skateboardist. <laughs> to that's do, the word. That's yeah. the word. Yeah. To do the skateboard tricks. Yeah. But yes, the um, the the uh food truck, its modifications were made because Samo suggested it to them. Oh, was that what he suggested? He says, like, at the end of the film that he suggested it to them. I don't know why, and I don't know why... I thought he was just helping them with, like, a business model. I didn't think that... I didn't realize that that pertained to high-tech gadgetry. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure either. I don't know. It okay. was... It was... Uh, the whole future thing is a bit bizarre, because I'm not sure having, like, automatic doors fling open <laughs> would immediately have someone go, oh, I have to eat there, but... You know, it's flashy, I guess. Um, Jackie Chan is sponsored by Mitsubishi. So if you notice a million Mitsubishi signs in this film, which I did, that's oh, because he's sponsored yeah. by Mitsubishi. Yeah. I well, did catch yeah. that. There's a giant Mitsubishi yeah, like sign. A, uh, yeah, like a, um, like a billboard. Yes, um, where all the prostitutes were. Right. It was just a giant Mitsubishi sign. Mm-hmm. So his, his uh, product placement is pretty blatant. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, from there, the only thing I, I... They go to the... Oh, they go to the... The mental hospital. The mental hospital. Oh, the fight. Oh, the fight with the... Of course, with the with the bikers. Um, quick. Just whooped their ass. Good. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, it was all right. It was fine. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anything spectacular. Um, had a bit of comedy in it since the leader of the biker guy was like, I'm not kidding. Yeah, that was... That was weird. The, yeah. I will say the comedy, in my opinion, I've seen a lot of 80s kung fu films, and Hong Kong 80s comedy is very specific. It's very, I think Cyrus, you spoke to me like last week, and you said, we don't typically talk about the film before we discuss it, but Cyrus did mention the word corny. Too. Yeah. Like the film, the comedy is very corny, yeah. very cheesy, very silly, very yet yeah, goofy. Um. So yeah, that character kind of saying... That his mum told him not yeah, to fight. Yeah, mum tells him not to fight. And, yeah. and he takes a hell of a bump, though, when they throw that... What is it, an apron that they catch him with? He tries to ride off on his bike. I don't know what It's that basically was. a giant piece of elastic yeah, that they just haven't had. Yeah, but he takes a hell of a ball. It, it flings him off. Right. Um, and then we watched the... Uh, did you watch the outtake? Were there outtakes on your dubbed version? I don't think I made it that. Oh, okay. We want we want specifically the end of the film that and burned my TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the Blu-ray version, there's outtakes and that scene where they try and fling him off the bike. Yeah, they try that multiple times and it's it's pretty grim. Um, the bike goes flying a few times. Kind of nearly continuously tries to hit Jackie Chan. Yeah. Bike when, yeah. When he falls. And then Jackie Chan, where he does that drop kick to kick the guy off mm. the bike, he misses him about five times. In, he goes sprawling on his ass multiple times. Um, then they go to the, the I keep saying I keep thinking insane asylum. No one says that these days. It's a mental, mental hospital. But it looks like a, a mental institute. Venetian palace. <laughs> yeah. It looked gorgeous. Oh well, but it's in Spain. You have to be in a mental hospital. It should be somewhere in Europe, apparently. Yeah. Um. So his dad's there, and. Wait, let's get back to so their name. Uh, here we go. And this are are Thomas and was it and David? Yes, Thomas right? and David. Okay. Jackie, yeah. Jackie, Jackie is Thomas. Thomas. Young View is David. David. Okay. So David's dad is the one who's in the hospital. And for the first twenty minutes of the film, I thought David and Thomas were brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't specify that, but for some reason, I thought they were brothers. So yes, they go to the hospital to see Thomas's dad. Um, who's fishing? When they park up and they lose, they lose the the tire. The, the tire right. uh, they got a flat tire. The guy who comes in, the two guys that come in. Um, well, actually, earlier on, it's just one guy. Yeah. That's Richard Ng is his name, and he's a very, very famous uh, comic actor in Hong Kong. Okay. And he later, I'm giving you too much backstory on this, but later on he goes on to be in multiple films with Jackie and Samo and you and you. Um, there's a series called The Lucky Stars Films, and it's Jackie, Samo, young you, and a bunch of kind of comedian actors, and he's one of them. And so is the other guy that comes later with the big hair. Um, so they are really famous in Hong Kong cinema, but 
now he that I've now that I've flat in that movie. Hmm? He fell flat in that movie, in my opinion. He wasn't funny. I didn't get it. I didn't. Was was him saying to take the nuts off the other three wheels and put it on the fourth one? Was that meant to be funny? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. And in I think notes, he was just like thing. I think the main thing was like you know. I'm crazy. But I'm not stupid. Cr- right. But even though he's in a mental institution, he's smarter than these other guys. Yeah. Should um woke. Because he says mental illness isn't stupidity for the 80s. Right? I would think that too. That's pretty good for the 80s. Mental, mental illness, mental health is real. Mental yeah. Is real. I, I thought that was, that was pretty uh, pretty interesting for, for the 80s. Um, yes, as they go in and Thomas' dad is fishing, but then when the doctor comes around and says, capture fish for me, he's like, fuck off. I'm not really fishing, you idiot. Um which is weird and makes no sense. Yeah. Now let's talk about Cyrus's favorite character for a second. Well, that's a strong word. Favorite. I don't know about favorite, <laughs> but most noteworthy is the clock. TikTok clock man. <laughs> I think he's an actor. I might be wrong. I might be wrong on this. I think he's also a comic actor called Wuma. I think, and he's been in a bunch of like comedies um, in Hong Kong. He was given a lot. I thought it was funny. I genuinely no. thought it was funny. No. <laughs> I'd have to agree with you. When I he finds out him. that he's an hour slow and starts going faster, I laughed. No. And when his alarm goes off, no. And when Uncle, uh, what's his name, Uncle Chen, has to yeah, bop him on the head, no. 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 I'm sorry. I might have laughed, but I don't know if I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it. I thought that was one of the stronger uh, silly jokes of the film, I suppose. Really? Yeah. No, sir. Oh, I kind of liked it. Mm-mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've seen so much 80s Hong Kong comedy, and I I don't know what got me into it. I, I kind of like it. I'd be interested um, to have you two watch City Hunter, um, which is a Jackie Chan film, and it's almost... It, well, it is. It's like a spoof film with Jackie Chan in. It is the silliest film you will ever see. No. And I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering how you two would feel about that. No, thanks. It's sillier than this. And this was... No, this wasn't funny. That's the one where Jackie Chan famously dresses up as Chun Lee from Street Fighter. Ooh. Oh, dear. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's an odd, odd film. Um... So fast, let's fast forward a bit, I suppose, because the me- mental hospital... Well, well this, hang on, so this time at the mental hospital, we get introduced to Uncle Chen's girlfriend, a fellow patient, which turns out to be Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. And that's how we get introduced to Gloria and to Sylvia. And so Sylvia is a piece of shit, right? Yeah, she's an asshole. She's stealing everyone's like, wallet. didn't like her. Crashed into this dude's car. Right. We just walked into Sam, not Samo, uh, Jackie Chan and Yumbu's house and was just like, oh, I'm staying the night. Then ganks all their money. Yeah. Didn't, she sucks. Didn't Drinks like their it. milk and everything. Drinks <laughs> their goddamn milk. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a fan of her. Yeah, she was, um, she was not a good character. And then by the end of the film, we're meant to like her. Yeah. We're meant to, well, I guess, yeah, we're meant uh, to care. She had a hot, I'm putting up air quotes, everybody. She had a hard upbringing and she had to steal make money and she's, not be a prostitute. She steals from the people who are trying to help her, though. Yeah. Yeah, she is not. That's not cool. If that was a dude, if there were two girls that, like, saved the dude on the street and said, yo, I'm going to stay at your place, like, we're calling the police. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He would be considered a stalker. Um, can, so, we, can we talk about, I'm sorry, the, the clothes, some of the clothes in this film? Like, some of the style choices? For instance, I think a classic one very important to mention is Sammo Hung, his new criminal look, where he's oh. in the suit and he's wearing gloves and he has the hat plus with the, I swear, I think that is a Michael Jackson new criminal look. It's, it's the opposite though, because Michael Jackson wears white and Sammo's wearing all black, but with close, a white tie. Close enough. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what close you mean. enough. And there's a good joke when he walks into the, uh, into the place and the guy goes, are you going to a funeral? That's not really a good joke. That's yeah, not true. Yeah, exactly. He just says, are you going to a funeral? Yeah. It's a shit joke. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, his look, 
And I thought there was going to be a payoff to that look. That's what I thought. Nope. But no. It's just an everyday look. And I actually watched this film with Devin, and she did not notice. For anyone who's seen the film, just pay attention to Yunbyo's, um He's basically wearing a fisherman's net. Yeah, so when the, the flat tire happens, did you see when they were going to the... Did you just check out that outfit, Cyrus? I doesn't remember. Because it was special. He's wearing a fisherman's net, basically. Underneath it, he's wearing a green... Like a button-down shirt. Button-down... Yeah, short sleeve shirt. And shirt. under that... <laughs> With a long sleeve black t-shirt. Under that. Back. Yeah. Whoa. It was layers. It was many layers of crazy stuff happening. Yeah. And uh, Jackie Chan wears a beautiful pink jacket. Nothing wrong with that, but it is a beautiful pink jacket. Jackie style I was cool with during this film. Yeah, he, he's better than most. Um, yeah, so they... They, they get, met Sylvia. Yeah, they get tied up with all she's, that. She steals from them. Yeah, she steals from them. See, there's just so much unnecessary things that happened in this film. Oh, I can't... I'll, I'll state it again. The script for this film is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely horrendous. And obviously it's translated and we're reading subtitles. And I'm sure the dub kind of probably made it a bit better, actually. But it is just a labyrinth of words. Back and forth. Yeah, and completely unnecessary. I have, this film could have been trimmed by... 40 minutes. Okay, I was yeah. going to say at least 30 minutes. Yeah, and no one would have cared. Yeah. Because there is so much nonsense dialogue between everyone. Yeah. It, it, it's terrible. Um, I hate to say it, because, again, I grew up with this film, and I loved it so much. And watch it now I'm, what, 37 years old, and I'm watching it again, and I really didn't care for it. I really didn't care for it. Um... It just, it grated. Yeah, it made it hard to watch because there was so much unnecessary stuff happening just between the dialogue, between just unnecessary... Yeah. yeah. Why? The flat tire. Why? What was the point? I think they just tried to insert gags into it, but even even when it wasn't gags, it was strange. Like, when she crashes into Sarah Hung in, in the car, she gets out, she steals his wallet, it's completely just unnecessary. I, we get it. She's a fucking thief. Yeah. You she talked her way out of it and yeah. just was able to drive on. You don't need to have a thief <clears throat> steal from 48 people before you're like, oh, wait, is she a thief? <laughs> it's just That's a good point. Yeah. There's, there's too much. Yeah. There's too much of everything. And, of course, there's not enough fighting. I would agree with that. So let's move forward a little bit. Um, basically, we find out that do we what is she is she a countess what is she yeah that a she's a potential that she's a potential countess and that's why these people are after her because her father was a count he died and 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 so that her so that the uh whatever i don't know what accounts have money <laughs> the money doesn't go to her dad's evil brother yes so he hired some people to Get her, I guess, to kidnap her to to what though? To Hank. But it was what the, was he gonna do? It was the father's dying wish. That, for yeah. That, but that keep in mind that her father yes. raped her mother. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. that, and that was the thing when that reveal happened, and then like the butler was coming at them, and then you know like he didn't, you know, the her dad didn't want her and his brother to be counts. And I was like, so wait, I get that he's trying to kidnap her and everything. Unclear as to what he intended to do with her once he got her. But I was like, so is kidnapper, uh, trumping rapist in this film? <laughs> well, they do explain why he's kidnapping her. He's kidnapping her for three days so because in can't. three days right. he will inherit the okay. money. So, so she will hang on. Says Gloria and Silver, Sylvia were gonna go somewhere and say, right. "Hey, we're here. Give right. us the money." Right. So well, he was just gonna hang on to her. Did they even know about the money, Gloria and Sylvia? I no, don't think they did. No, they didn't. No, they didn't because Sylvia was surprised. Yes. So he could have just left her alone and nothing. And just Nobody told business. her about it. No, because remember when the butler told her who her father was, she had no idea. So they were, so everything was pointless. Pretty much. 
Because she didn't know about the money, but they didn't know she didn't know. Unless, oh oh, wait, unless probably, probably the, the evil count, he knew that the butler was trying to find them. Oh, and the there butler go. was going to reveal it. Right. She, okay, right. okay. That, made, there we go. that makes oh, more sense. There we go. <laughs> right. There we go. Okay. So, so then there was like that car chase as well. Oh my God, that was interminable. Yeah. Firstly, they're in the... They yeah. might as well have been golf carts. They were so fucking slow. And it was it, like a wily coyote chase. <laughs> like everything that they were throwing at those bad guys from their van was hitting them. Anvil. Right. <laughs> Dynamite. A box of TNT. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that car chase goes on for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's the world's slowest car chase. They did get a lot of shots, though, if that's what makes a car chase good. They got a lot of like... Like cool shots? Monuments. And oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a pretty, it was a pretty little tour they took us on. Yeah. But, you know, you compare... Oh, I'm being wrong here. I'm saying you compare that to something like in... Mission Impossible Fallout, and I'm like, it's 30 years later, or whatever. We shouldn't really, or I shouldn't really compare. Um, but yeah, it's I like comparing it to Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> it's not quite the same car chase. Yeah, where's the desert? Um, so yeah, there's a car chase. Uh, they beat one car, or, or stop one car from chasing them by spraying mustard and ketchup on their windshield. It was like, yeah, like you know a bunch what? of sausages, and then, like, and then what? They were dumping, like, uh, oil. cooking oil oh my God. onto the road so that it slips oh, in. That's yeah. some Scooby Doo shit. Yeah. Spilling yeah, yeah, some yeah. olive oil or something <laughs> on the road. I think Wiley Coyote did do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that was, point. yes, that's a terrible, terrible idea. Um, See, I'm, yeah, and I'm losing what happened in the film. That's, there's me so, too, man. There's so much that didn't happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There's so we watched nothing two happens. Days ago. Yeah, <laughs> nothing happens for so long. I want I want to know how many minutes of them just bickering. Oh, thirty. Straight. Yeah, you could Probably. make you could make a, a a cut and put it on YouTube of them easily bickering for thirty minutes. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. Far so much. Let's get into the good parts. Let's okay. jump ahead a little bit because two guys get introduced as the. Count's brother's henchman. Yeah, like the main bad guys. The main bad guys. Now, this is a guy called Benny Akides, who nick- whose nickname is The Jet. Benny The Jet Akides. I think he was a kickboxing champion um, years ago. Then Which his- guy was that? Was that the white guy? What was the other one? I don't know. Was he not white? I don't know. They were both white. They were both, oh, they? They were both white. Yeah. The, the shorter, hair. blondish hair? The one that fought? That guy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, he has an unusual face. He looks yeah. like a wax statue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has. He was dope though. Oh, he yeah. has some. I ended up googling him. That's what's wrong with his Because I was like, this dude can throw down. Yeah, we'll jump to that fight in a minute. But before that, they fight in the street. Um, the other guy is a guy called Keith. I, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Keith Vitali or Keith Vitali. Um, yeah, he's he's also a famous kind of martial arts actor. Um, when they fight first in the street, that's, you remember that fight? Yeah. They kind of have a little skirmish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when the fight, oh, before they Before they run to the homeless tunnel. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God, the homeless tunnel. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Oh, wait. Yeah. I have a quote. Um, hold on one second. I'm going to jump back to that fight. But the quote is, Jackie goes to the home, we shouldn't call it the homeless tunnel, but it's a tunnel filled with homeless people. <laughs> Jackie calls it the headquarters of filth. Right, oh. that's right. I forgot about in the subtitles. That. That's what headquarters of filth. Yeah, that's that's right. respect. <laughs> but the fight before that with with Keith and Benny against uh, Yunbu and Jackie, that's to me when the film picks up or go, like yeah. ramps it up a notch. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. fight is fucking quality. Yeah. Um, and I think some of the early fights. In my opinion, they're filmed a bit close. Uh, the camera work is a bit close, and it cuts off a lot of what's going on. But as the film goes on, it gets wider, and there's some like beautiful choreography. But that's when it it starts for me. Um, so yeah, from there they go into the headquarters of filth, um, and Samo stands next sits next to a guy who's sh- yeah. shitting. Yeah, taking a shit. And can't stand the smell anymore. Yep. And then decides to throw a bunch of money in the air 
in order. By the way, if anyone didn't watch this film prior to listening to this podcast, you really should because we are talking absolute gibberish. Mm-hmm. But it's what happens in the film. <laughs> like, it sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It sounds like we all took LSD and had the same fever dream. Um, but it's honestly what happens in the film. Oh, yeah. and then Jackie's right next to one of the homeless gentlemen. And then he goes, shh. Yeah, and then like, like one second later, the homeless guy throws a blanket on him and sits on him. Yes. Yeah. No no exchange of words. No, no. Just that's what we do. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. gonna, you're hiding, I'm going to help you. Yeah. So... The homeless people are very, very helpful in this very situation, apart from the one taking shit. Um, but I guess you have to forgive him. Um, when you've got to go, you've got yeah, to go. Yeah, the headquarters of Phil. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Where else are you going to shit? In the headquarters of Phil. Um, so, from there, they kind of get together. Oh, wait, she gets kidnapped. She, I, and see, this is the thing. I don't remember how they got her. They ended up getting, ended up, the bad guys do end up kidnapping Gloria and Sylvia. I don't remember how, though. I think they just whooped their asses. Yeah. Did they? I think they Oh, just... I remember. It's at the, uh, uh, the, the the mental hospital. Remember they put the bulldozer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. against That's the door? Right. That's right. Oh. And then, yeah, they have a bit of a scrap. Um, right. Yeah. And then they take they take Gloria and they take um, Sylvia. To the castle. So then, let's just jump to it. Okay, let's enjoy ourselves. Right. Yeah, let's... <laughs> yeah exactly. Just took out the trash. Yes. So... The castle scene. My question. Yes. Where did they get grappling hooks? Where did he and get it? Thank you. Somebody <laughs> tell me. Where did they get grappling hooks? He goes, dude, hooks? there's how we going to freaking get in there. And he goes, this I have a grappling hook crossbow. crossbow thing. And yeah, when they whipped those out, I was like, what is happening? I hate you both right now. <laughs> he brought it with him and just left it in the bushes. He must have. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm kind of just... Trying to find some logic. Just, I don't know. Yeah, like no. that, Samo Hung's like, you know what? I have seven ways of getting into this castle, but all of them bad. <laughs> any of you guys have any ideas? I was like, this is the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, yeah, that bit didn't make sense either because they come up with two different ways, and he's like, yeah, that's not one of my seven ways. I don't know. Again, well, unnecessary. Weird, weird math. Unnecessary dialogue. Yes, exactly. Unnecessary dialogue yet again. So. Jackie tries with the two logs, the two two. Which was yeah, very um, impressive. Which is really fucking cool. That. Yes, uh, but he doesn't make it. He right. Gets kicked. Oh, he gets hit with the baseball. He gets hit with the baseball. Yeah, because as henchmen in Spain, what are you going to do but play baseball? Um, they're speaking English. Yeah. Were they full on? Wait, they weren't because in the subtitle version they weren't. They were they were speaking uh, Cantonese. Oh, in mine they're speaking English. Really? Straight up. Do you remember? I don't remember. I thought they were speaking English. Oh, maybe they were speaking English. I might be wrong. Oh, okay. They were just talking nonsense. Like, you're not, you won't hit this. Yeah, you're the worst baseball player. Yeah. yeah, you suck, dude. Um, so what I did find funny is Samo Hung conveniently brings a steel toe cap along yep. with him. Yep. He ha- you know, just like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's uh, grappling hook, he just happened to bring this along with him. Yep. Um, and he kicks him down in the face and gets him out when he jumps down climbs a tree. There's well, a lot. How? Let's get into how he gets it. Sam O'Hunt. He climbs eventually. Well, he walks up to the door. Yeah. Puts a roll of money on the ground. Yes. Yes. And what any security guard ever would do is Ooh, just money. walk over to the money and pick it up, right? <laughs> I would if I was in that situation. Well, I, I wouldn't ask any questions or look out of the door or say what is this or what's happening or are you trying to trick me? I just pick it up. Yes, and then he gets kicked in the, in the face. face. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... The only way I can describe it is there's a lot of castle shenanigans going on. <laughs> there's a lot of shenanigans going on within the castle and people outside climbing trees, kicking people, leaving money, yeah. grappling hooks. Actually, the name of the castle is Castle <laughs> Shenanigans. Castle Shenanigans. And yeah. then when Gloria popped up in that outfit... I at first one hundred percent of that I thought that was like the countess because they were talking about um, yes. uh, uh, her father's wife, uh, you know, uh, the bad guy, the evil count. I thought that was his mom. Yeah, I didn't realize that was Gloria just being crazy. Yeah, and and like Something a period piece. <laughs> they straight up put her in a Queen Victoria yes. dress. Yeah, it's 
It's an interesting choice. Yeah, all of a sudden, poof, there she is. And I was just kind of like, what the hell? I was like, what a dress is going conveniently, on? conveniently there. Big enough for Jackie to hide in. Which okay. he does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they. So many shenanigans. There's, there's shit going on. They get everyone. They, sorry, I'm jumping ahead here. But they find Jackie. He's under they the table. Everyone gets caught. And at one point, everyone is just eating soup. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just even like, though they're kidnapped, they're eating soup. I guess soup. it counts as like, I guess I'm not going to be completely rude, you know? Yeah. While I'm kidnapping, and that, while I'm holding you hostage, I'll feed you. At that point, he's winning. Yeah. yeah. So as long as no one does anything, as long as there's no more shenanigans. <laughs> right, right. He's going to get his money. <laughs> and then then from there, basically, it all kicks off. So let me let me jump into the, the big question, and I'll, I'll speak to you each separately. Okay. Uh, Devin. Yes. The fight scenes. Loved it. You love the, the fight scenes. The best part of this whole movie. I struggled throughout the entire thing to keep my focus and and continue watching it. I tried hard. I definitely just wanted to be like, I don't want to watch this anymore. But up to that point, get to the fight. Loved it. It was great. Everything was fantastic. Jackie looked amazing. And then um, Benny, what's his face? Akitas. Holy shit. That you, guy. You liked him. Yeah. He was phenomenal. I love watching them fight. Fights are great. That's part of the movie. I'll tell you something. Ben Yakides, fuck me, yeah. he's powerful. Yeah. His he, blows yeah. look like they hurt. Yeah. yeah. He looked insane. Yeah. And you've seen the fights before. Sorry. I've seen that fight many times. Yeah. And so you're a fan of it. It's great. Yeah. I think, um, I, I, this, I'm kind of going back to my youth, but in my youth, there was a VHS I had called The Best of Martial Arts, which was basically just a bunch of clips from some classic kung fu films. Um, and I remember John Saxon, who was in Enter the Dragon, he presents it. And I remember him saying specifically that the film, the film, sorry, the fight between Benny and Jackie was voted in some kind of martial arts magazine. I don't know what magazine, but... It was voted the best <coughs> on-screen fight scene of all time. Yeah. And while I'm not sure that's true, I'm not sure it would be in my top five, but it's definitely top ten. It's good. It is a phenomenal fight. It's, it's really, really good. Um, both of them look super powerful. Even the little gimmicks, when Benny throws the kick and he puts out the candles. Beautiful. Phil loved it. Phil Be- loved it. Beautiful, beautiful. Phil great. And then, of course... Yeah, the for yeah <laughs> it's, it's so good. And he's just wailing on Jackie. And then, of course, in order to beat him, he treats it like a training session. You know, I've seen that fight before. And I saw him... It must have been just in Chinese. Okay. Because I don't remember him thinking, okay... It's just a training session. Okay. Take it easy. I never read that. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I knew he just kind of got his stuff together. Right. But I didn't know exactly what he was thinking. Yeah. Once it turns into like his training session style fight, the, the fight switches up. Like it changes tone completely. But it's amazing. It's so good. And it's comedic in places, but it's not too silly. It's not like really dark. Yeah, if the rest of the film could have been like that, it would be great. Yeah, I, it's very odd. Wheels on Nails, I think, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's a very good film. But it is punctuated at the end with a fantastic fight scene. Uh, and I might choose a film uh, for us to do called Dragons Forever, which has basically the same cast. And it has a Benny Akides and Jackie Chan rematch. Whoa. Uh, yeah. And it's... All over it. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. All over it. it also has more action in it. Um, I checked the Hong Kong movie database, and it lists Dragons Forever as an action film, as opposed to this being comedy. But one thing I have to point out, and that no one fucking talks about, is Young Bu against Keith Vitale. Good fight. When he's doing those somersaults, on the chair, in order to get away from him. That was enjoyable. Oh my god, it is so good. Young Yu is probably, and this could be argued, but I think most people would agree with me, 
is the greatest acrobat in Kung Fu cinema history. Um, he doubled for Jackie Chan in his early films. Uh, he has famous. He has a famous film called Knockabout with Samuel Hung, where he does crazy backflips and spins and all kinds of stuff. He's an amazing acrobat. He doesn't get to show it off much in this, um, but yeah, when he's just jumping and somersaulting from couch to couch, yeah, that's that's very much my cup of tea. Yeah, that was that was great to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Yeah, not quite as good as as the Jackie and Benny fight, but um, it's still pretty good. And you know, one thing I forgot about is, and again, something no one talks about, the Samuel Hung sword fight is actually that was pretty good. good. That was good. Yeah, I was really surprised. It was very good. I remember that too, yeah. I'm carrying on talking. I'm actually looking at, oh, here we go. Um, the uh, Jesus Christ, the action directors for this film, there were six of them. One of them was the aforementioned Mars. <laughs> And Chin Ka Lok doubled um, for, for Jackie. And Benny Lai, Ka Lee, Wong Kam Kwan, and Danny Chow Young Kin. And I don't know a bunch of those. I honestly thought Samo did the choreography. And I think he did because there's behind the scenes pictures of Samo, what it looks like choreographing the Jackie Chan and Benny Akita's fight. So I'm sure they pitched in and had their own opinions. Um... But yeah, that sword fight. That was impressive. It's pretty good. I don't know who doubles the, the Count's brother. Right. Because um, once he puts the fencing mask on, he's that's definitely doubled. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, you know, that's definitely a stunt double. Yeah. Um not that that's a bad thing. I'm I'm I find nothing wrong with stunt doubles. I, I approve of them across the board. Um but yeah, whoever's whoever's doing the sword work is is fantastic. And then my not my biggest gripe, but one of my biggest gripes from the film. It ends. Yeah. The, 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 like that. the fight scenes, I mean. It ends with Jackie Yunbyu and Sammo Hung just stabbing the dude. Do they stab him or they just hold him there? They don't actually stab him, right? I don't think so. I don't think They just hold him. It's you know, like, we got you. Now we're going to wait for the time period to go and you're going to lose all your money. Yeah. And our friend is going to get her money. Wait, probably for the jail, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that is I don't not know, covered. Yeah. I don't know what happened to, to, <laughs> yeah. to the evil count. Yeah, they do not go over that in the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting that there isn't any... I guess you can call it a final fight because all three of them have their own final fights. But really, the Jackie-Benny fight is the kind of cherry on the cake. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why they don't... They just end it way too quickly for my liking. And then she's a she inherits all the money. Yeah, she becomes the countess, I guess. But she still wants a job on the food truck. Yep. That's she's what happens like, at the end. I like you guys a lot. I like hanging out with you. I like the food truck. That's some bullshit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she is dressed in a decadent uh, purple kind of yeah, getup. And she just throws it. Just yeah. throws it and to the wind. It's, it's like a wrap around. She just undoes it and flings it, and poof, she's in jeans and a shirt. Yeah. So, and then at the end, Samuel Hung asks them to go on another case, um, which is funny actually because he asks them to go on a case with him like in Africa. <laughs> in Africa, yeah. because someone's been kidnapped by cannibals. Yep. And Jackie Chan later went uh, went on to do a film that has cannibals in it, which is Armour of God. Um, I think they're cannibals. Maybe that's racist. Maybe they're not cannibals. I might be being racist here. Um, so, But I think they're cannibals. Um, but it's not set in Africa. I, I don't know where, where it's set. But that's what we might do in the future. Um, but yeah, all in all, I would say not an enjoyable experience for me. Um, no. It took a film that I have loved for many, many years, and I now realise that it is... It is boring. It's tedious. Yeah. It is a tedious film. Yeah. Everything up until that castle. Yeah. Castle shenanigans. Yeah. I love the fight scenes. I I adore the fight scenes. But everything prior to that, oh, no I, I can't believe it. I'm, I was actually very saddened after I finished the film because I recently bought it. Everyone, by the way, if you want to pick it up, Eureka in the UK just bought it out on Blu-ray. Um, it's well worth picking up if you're a fan. It's also an Amazon Prime video. That's how you watched it, right? Yes. Yeah. 
so it's on Prime Video dubbed. Um, so it's you can pick it, uh, pick it up, and you can get hold of it. But I'm not sure I'd recommend it. It's one to have in the collection. If you're a big kung fu collector, it's definitely one to have in the collection. But I, it was just too cheesy. It was just too cheesy, too tedious. Yeah, I regret doing this as our second episode <laughs> because I felt like I was going to introduce you into a world of glorious kung fu action. <laughs> And it was not. <laughs> it was not what I hoped for. Um, I mean, so, no, that end fight with, with Jackie and what's-his-face. Yeah. That was worth watching this movie for. If I had known that that's what it, I could have just fast-forwarded. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can chuck that on YouTube and watch it. Um, so, basically, our next episode, I have to make it up to you guys um, with something good. And I will say I have not picked the film yet. Okay. Uh, I do not know what we're going to do. For Are you going to take suggestions? Yeah, that's what I was actually thinking of. Um, if anyone wants to email... Well, I'm on Tumblr, uh, which is foo4thoughtspod.tumblr.com. I'm also on Instagram at foo4thoughts. And I have foo4thoughtspod at gmail.com. So if anyone wants to send suggestions uh, by email or to me on Instagram, whatever, uh, we're happy to take them. Um, nothing too corny. Yeah, apparently these guys don't want anything too corny. Yeah. So. And or at least not, like, literally an hour and a half worth of cheesiness. Yeah. A little corniness is okay. Not an hour and a half worth. I get enough corn on my chipotle. <laughs> there you go. And I'm trying to ease them in so nothing like Miracle Fighters or Taoism Drunkard or even Drunken Master. Nothing like that. Maybe a 90s, a few 90s suggestions would be cool. Um, I have a few in mind. Oh, shit. What? Something from Van Damme would be pretty sweet. How dare you? Does that not count? <laughs> How dare you? I don't know. I don't think Van Damme counts. I didn't think Van Damme counts. He does, but I will say I have not tainted my collection with a single Van Damme film. I do not own a single Van Damme film. But that's an idea. We might want to branch out and, and go Van Damme. Or we could just go to the obvious, you know, god of Kung Fu, Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next episode is going to be... Um, out for Justice, the classic Seagal film. Um, no, we won't be doing any Seagal. Oh, maybe. Of course not. Maybe we'll watch it for a We will do it on April Fool's or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think maybe we might go, well, that sounds worth a consideration. I think we might go into Jet Li territory. Maybe a, a, I like them. I like the Jet Li. Maybe we'll do Jet Li next, or maybe a Donnie Yen film. Um, but yeah, for now, that is it for the Food for Thought podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, see you we'll, next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Boom.